welcome to another episode of The Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We're your hosts, Eric Lefebvre, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender with Book One, Water. We're on Chapter 8, Avatar Roku, parentheses, Winter Solstice Part 2. In this chapter, Team Avatar heads deep into Fire Nation territory. This trip is not only dangerous for Aang and the gang, but also Zuko, who ignores his banishment in pursuit of the Avatar. Avatar Roku shows up, and he looks mad. Bump, bump, bump. Ooh, yeah. Let's just like scat the whole entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> just do scat orchestration for like suspense. I kind of wish that this episode had like a cowboy bebop esque soundtrack, like while they're like running oh, yeah. through the thing. Like, <laughs> and it's like, no, get in here. Get in the secret door. Boom. Now we're it's like... just a, it, it turns into just like a Fosse soundtrack. <laughs> honestly i think that we can start in introducing this into our discussion i'm just saying i mean yeah (laughs) and then he like walks into the room like and then it's just like you know (laughs) so (laughs) the last episode ends with ang being like oh and there's something else you know how like we've been running from the fire nation now actually we have to go into the fire nation for some reason cool yeah (laughs) and they're like oh yeah for sure this is a great idea and he's like i know (laughs) he tries to sneak away because i feel like ang feels how important this thing is now and maybe like immediately like reverts back to his just like solo lifestyle Mm -hmm. yeah there there is the level of like he doesn't want to get others hurt but he's also not at a place where he can be self-reliant at all so there is that level of uh sort of like willful optimistic pride where he's like i just have to do this i don't need anybody's help i can't yeah it's like what if you get hurt it's like yeah well what if you get hurt what if we all get hurt like yeah they're your team this is you're like you're a part of this and they even make it very clear like i mean no stop doing that <laughs> like please don't do this we're here don't leave us out we're we're yes. a part of this we are a team and i think it's really um really sweet how momo like because you know the avatar is connected to their familiar how like you know like spiritually i mean they go to the spirit world together but um they're so connected that like even though ang doesn't want to bring anybody he's like i know i probably can't do this on my own but this is so dangerous i'm not going to bring anybody else into it appa refuses to go until sokka and uh and katara are there he he's just like nope sorry we're waiting like we're here i'm not yeah. doing anything i know you're my person but i know you and i know you need this if we're gonna make this out alive so <laughs> yeah yeah he was like nope that's stupid that's dumb yeah no 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
also um on the subject of uh animal closeness to their people i feel and tell me if i'm i don't know if you guys feel the same thing but i feel like momo is kind of Sokka's familiar even though he like is attached to ang because like the parallels between those two and every episode are so funny. They are always oh, like playing yeah. off of each other. Like um, Sokka falls and uh, gets hit in the f- head with a fish and then Momo catches the fish and they're both out about food, <laughs> right? And so he's like, yeah. And yeah. then like uh, Sokka has that great idea where he's like, cool, let's make fake firebending. Let's get this door open. And uh, Momo is right there with him. He's like, yeah, 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 let's do this. And he like... Every time that it feels to me like when Sokka has an idea, like Momo is right there to like back him up or to yes and or to kind of like no but in this like funny, like cute way. So I feel oh, yeah. in my head canon, like they're 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 a pair, like spiritually as well. I would I mean, I would hope so. I think it's I very that. clear that like they are a duo just in the way that the show frames them at all times, like you were saying. Um I mean, it would be really cute if they were. I mean, just from the origins itself, it does feel like Momo is more attached to Aang. But the way that the show presents Mm. Momo, it's always in conjunction with Sokka. It's not really with Aang. It's mostly Sokka. Yeah, you're so right. And I don't think I thought of that before. When they get into hijinks, it is Sokka and Momo. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really. You're totally right. It always, it's always the two of them. Yes, huh. foreshadowing. Uh huh. <laughs> More foreshadowing. Yeah. We love. Wait for sure. the wait. same page. Maybe I don't remember what we're, what it's foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, you know what? Don't tell me. Oh well, it'll be a fun. Surprise. We'll get there my, eventually. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. It's, um, it's kind of funny. We kind of go from totally talking about spoilers. <laughs> To be like, no, 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 let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. Um, yeah, Always so spoilers. it's a serious finale. Thanks for being brave fans, because we're going to talk about whatever. I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, just just always know there's spoilers. If you don't know by now, what are you, what are you doing? If yeah, you don't know, now you know. Truly. It's a very all-over-the-place conversation, so you like we do not... We're... We're also you know the connecting game. the dots because <laughs> there's so much on. context. There's so much context yeah. that needs yeah. to be discussed. And honestly, catch up. It's it's okay. You're going to be just fine. Yeah, you can't talk about um, this show. It'll linearly. still be thrilling to watch, even if you know yes. what happens. I mean, truly, y'all could binge this. I mean, what we're doing one episode a week, so y'all could binge this by the time episode with- four comes out. Maybe then yeah. also do Katara and then, you know, I mean, say, also do well, like we've talked about stuff in like the next series yeah. so yes. <laughs> you can get through both of them um, in like a smooth i mean two months i'll get a month two months i wonder what's the fastest i ha- you could do it way faster than a few months that's yeah that's you could do it in like assuming people weeks. do other yeah. things besides just assuming it. you have like you know that fun imbalance in your brain chemicals that will allow you to deeply focus on one thing for hours at a time and oh, yeah. not be able to go to sleep or anything like that. If you're yep. like me, you could you could knock it out in like a week or so. 100%. I'm pretty sure I have. 100%. And 
and I started it over too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also just such an easy watch because everything is like a twenty-minute episode, right? So, yeah. like, I mean, you can absolutely get through this both seasons in like a month. Do it. Yeah, like I yeah. have parts in while streaming i have like episodes that i'm like yeah i should take a nap right now and i'll know that my nap is just long enough where i'll wake up and it'll be on an episode i want to watch i love that you know this i love that saying that (laughs) your your circadian circadian rhythm is tuned to (laughs) avatar (laughs) it knows specifically Um, like i will sleep until season two episode three let's go the good news is I'm medicated now. <laughs> oh my God. That was definitely in a more stressful time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You're you're just attuned to the universe. I know. You're just so the Avatar in- universe. Yeah. Yeah, not this universe. Yeah, that no. universe. Not this one. <laughs> Fuck um, this one. Uh- Anyway. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Anyway. So the episode is starting out. Mm-hmm. They're flying towards the Fire Nation and they see the Fire Nation ship blockade. It's important to remember that at this point they've been flying all day and night for two days. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, that is true. And so they're exhausty. They're being chased also by Zuko and Iroh on a mm-hmm. ship. And we come to this fun little moment of Iroh and Zuko can't go through into the Fire Kingdom because they're banished, mm-hmm. but they have to chase the Avatar. And Team Avatar has to go north into the Fire Kingdom. And um, what is his name? The Colonel. Commander the- Zhao. Commander Zhao. <laughs> Every I episode, know? Eric. <laughs> Literally, I, I this Who is this he? character he, does not so exist in my head. Significant to you? He's so he, generic, he, generic he bad so, guy. He is so generic bad guy with yeah. no like anything that I'm like this pawn. This I don't know angry. who this person is. He's yeah. He's just a. He's just a. He's an NPC for the lay of the land. Like yeah. he's not. He's not a part of the the bulk of it. But yeah. Um. Wait. Okay. Say his name again. I forgot it. Again. Commander Zhao. <laughs> Commander Zhao. See how quickly it just in and out. Like it just. I d- did not stick at all. So Commander Zhao has the blockade of the Fire Nation ships, and so we're gonna have this gorgeous little standoff where mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, but that's the other Fire Nation ship. It's the boy," and he's like, "He's a traitor." fuck him up who cares like what if it lands on him like well then so be it so they start shooting at um team avatar and then we have this gorgeous little action sequence uh-huh where Sokka gets knocked off they dive they catch him and as they're approaching sea level to the ship wall one huge ball fire cannon is launched directly in their path Aang jumps, leaps forward, spin cha, kicks, cha, cha. explodes the rock. Speaking of and foreshadowing, falls right back on. yeah, like that is literally the entire ending of the movie. Like just like boom, or the movie, the ending of the show. Like, what are you? I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, true. I was like, you 
would bring up the movie in this wait i'm sorry there was a movie i don't i don't understand what you're talking about (laughs) on the day of this our podcast (laughs) on the day of my daughter's wedding the day of my daughter's podcast you would bring this to me today Wait. I haven't even like really seen those movies. <laughs> anyway, I just want yeah. You just know how to quote them. Yeah. I don't even know what movie you're referencing. <laughs> oh, the, it's the Godfather, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, oh, okay. okay. It's the Godfather. Do you know what I was gonna say in that moment before I said that? The Bachelor, because that's oh not my like. God. That's not. <laughs> for what? some reason, in my that's head, the Godfather show. was the. I know, but for some reason, my brain was like. It's called The Bachelor. You should say that word. And then I was like, wait, it's Godfather. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yeah. I can't even with you. Come on, brain. That's a lot. But so. Your comedic timing is just so perfect for me, Eric. <laughs> it's, it's called The Bachelor. Call it that. Yeah. You should just say that. Say that to do them. It. They'll get it. Just do it. They know. Oh, my they God. Know. How mad would like just straight white men get if you called oh, like truly. The Godfather The Bachelor? Oh, just walk into somebody's house who has like now three I want to see like, be like a, a spin. Oh, I love the Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love the I Bachelor. Love this. You love it? Yeah, he's so gonna get the rose. Good. Yeah. Oh my god, I heard he gets a rose at the end. That's so crazy. Um. So spin kick um, into next Thursday. Spin kick is cool. I think iconic. It's- also what i liked about this which is like it was a little like silly would make kids laugh but i also just like liked it like so one you see the scale of zuko ships compared Mm. to the blockade ships and zuko ships like literally looks like a toy a little and so yeah yeah, i was like it's it's kind of funny thinking about like when we first meet him all we see is like a big ship hull and stuff like that but really it was just a tiny little baby ship yeah um also so again keeping context they've, they've been flying for two days and nights um and so i feel like zuko has had to be in that quick pursuit of them and because of that he ran out of coal or whatever and so he started burning their poop their feces oh, and yeah. then they even made a projectile out of it and like Iroh's like trying to be cool about it but he's like you couldn't uh burn anything else and he was like no like we had to keep up with them. And so I feel like just again, kind of showing Zuko's determination. Like, I don't care if we have to live in like literally a floating tomb of burning shit. I'm going to get the <laughs> avatar. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even realize that I they didn't... were burning shit. Wait, really? I didn't realize yes. that. Holy, oh, sh- holy they kept shit. Saying it's stinky. <laughs> yeah. They were like, I he's going to send realize. another hot stinker after us. And I'm like, it has to be their shit, right? I mean, yeah. like, because I worked on steam engines. Granted, they were. Um, uh, they were oil fired and not coal fired. I did not know that. Yeah, I I worked on steam engines for ten years. I was a steam locomotive cool. engineer. Um, so come at me with all of your steam technology questions. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, it is like, 
I mean, it's not pretty. Like burning the reason that like in California, for instance, we don't burn coal is because it is it burns very dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also surprised that like for as much coal as like the Fire Nation uses, they literally like nobody is like covered in soot ever. Y'all notice that? Like that's that's, that's true. weird. Um, no soot covered people. But they could also theoretically if they don't if they run out of coal like i feel like they could probably they absolutely can use their fire bending to heat water because the way that that works is um you heat the water that you trap the steam under pressure and do the whole thing so like they could technically they don't need fuel but i mean i guess the humans at that point are acting as the fuel i don't know um well would it make sense at all to burn sulfur I don't know chemically if that makes any sense. Would they have sulfur on hand to burn? And also, and also would they have sulfur? Also, yeah. does human? I my my other question: Does human feces like burn like that? Burn hot? Can you? I don't know. Maybe it's trash. I think it's trash. Maybe it's maybe, maybe it's trash and trash. <laughs> maybe it, I mean maybe, I do like the not? idea of like <laughs> Iroh just being like, "What what is this shit?" And it's like literally shit. I love that in my head canon. So. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's poop and trash. Could be, but both. it could be it could be both. I I you it know could be both. Oh, <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> They're just on a trash barge right now. Just anyway, like fucking going. I through. feel like it shows Zuko in his absolute zeroing in on what he needs to get done. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't care. Burn the shit throw it at them uh they it's gonna be stinky to them too maybe that's an advantage yeah it's i also found it really funny that i mean like he's so determined that he's delusional in every way right because he's like cool fucking push the engines the engines blew up keep fucking going like that's not how this works Zuko but then he's also deluded himself into thinking that his dad is going to understand if he crosses over into Fire Nation territory he's like oh no no my dad will understand and Iroh is like you give him way too much credit like he's not the understanding type what are you thinking about like have you forgotten about your scar right um he's so determined that he's literally trying to defy the laws of physics and of Mm -hmm. like any sort of actual truth he's just like yeah no it's gonna i'm gonna get the avatar and it's gonna be great i'm i'm right here yeah yeah here zuko is like i will deal with that problem when i get to it yeah Mm -hmm. but again like his honor is on the line he's like uncle you're asking me to give up my honor no like so i gotta break into the waters and if they arrest me they arrest me maybe i can get out i don't know i don't know but i I gotta get that avatar to be fair uh i feel like there is a subtle underlying level of nepotistic privilege that i'm sure that he's playing into a little bit just in terms of like arrest me so be it it's like yeah that's easy for you to say your dad's the fucking king of course you're gonna be like well just arrest me <laughs> like because you're gonna get out in like an he hour still like, if he was like, anybody else he would have been banished yeah so yeah so there is that yeah. but i think there is probably some some uh semblance of that just in terms of that that like i don't care what happens to me 
move forward like we'll we'll press yeah. on regardless of the consequence where it's like yeah. yeah well you've i mean apart from the dad stuff you really haven't had much consequence in your life yeah. i'm sure mm-hmm. you're a prince right exactly Except for, like, that huge consequence of being banished from his home. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, and, you know what? That but little still thing. Also, that, that little even though he's banished. Thing. But it's it's complex. It's complex. Because it's, yeah, he that's still a... does hold on to um, this old view of what royalty is. And yeah. that he is still that if he could just get that fucking avatar but he is still like really privileged in that too like in his banishment like he still has people under his command he has a ship he has Mm -hmm. like he can walk the world as fire lord ozai's son right and be perceived as that and be perceived as fire nation too who is somebody already to be feared so like even in his banishment he still has this status and is still incredibly privileged but like the but yeah, and that's why nobody takes nobody takes him seriously in the Fire Nation because they also, even though he's banished, don't want to be the ones to kill him because then Fire Lord Ozai, what happens? Like, yeah. you know, like I feel like the only one that might actually do it would be Commander Zhao, but yeah. like he's also just crazy. He's also nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, no, he's just prototypical bad guy, <sighs> completely unnuanced. Like I'm bad bad things and you're like, oh, no that's what i'm into that's what i'm into <laughs> he he gets off the next bus what's up i'm commander Zhao. <laughs> i only like bad stuff and if you're bad i'm into it smoking a cigarette yeah <laughs> jesus leather jacket <laughs> yeah um so they get to uh the temple mhm and they go inside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> things that um, keep going and, wrong. Huh? Things keep going wrong. Things keep going so wrong. So they made it them. into enemy territory. Yes. Assuming Dodging have... shit balls. There's also a level of an assumed safe haven because it is a temple of the Avatar where it's like, yes. hey, maybe this is good. And they're like, you're the Avatar. It's like, JK. I know for sure. Like, <laughs> whatever. And they're like, you actually can't be here. We're arresting you. He's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I like how the fire stations were like, you're the avatar. Actually, we hate the avatar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so you said it? So you admit it? We actually hate the avatar. <laughs> it's such a, like, mean girls really exchange. Was. And even, like, their whole explanation, we're like, oh, you know, we just, like, waited for you for a long time. And we just took that personally, so... Yeah, we hate you. So now. and you're like, so we're gonna fight okay, you. Okay, like what? Like that didn't make sense to me. That totally didn't. Make we're sense gonna to fight me. you. <laughs> also, it's it's just really weird because they were like. Yeah, the the whole like, oh well, they waited too long for you. Like they don't they don't believe in you anymore. It's like, okay, so why are you even like why did you pledge your life why are you still pledging yeah. your life to quote unquote the avatar when literally you don't believe in this or like now you are just like pretending to do like 
I don't know. It, I feel like there was more story there to be told, but it was just like the one line yeah. of like, but now they follow Ozai, right? And I feel like if that's the yeah. case, like it would have been cool if like they toppled over Roku's statue and then there was like Fire Lord, like, you know, um, Ozai's dad or something, you know, like if mm-hmm. there was something else other than like this temple to the Avatar to which they don't respect yeah. and they don't care about. Yeah. I mean, mate, Maybe they connected more with just Roku in general, that they, like, have reverence for Roku, but the Avatar as a whole, maybe they're like, fuck off. I mean, they didn't even give a shit when, like, <laughs> Roku came out and was like, get out of my house and, like, you know, like, tore the whole thing well, down. Oh, and they like they even, were scared. They were scared, but after the fact, they, they were weren't scared. like, yeah. the Avatar, like, Roku, this is what he wanted. We, we you know, and they acknowledged that Roku wanted Aang there. Roku yeah. wanted the Avatar there. So if they respected Roku, they would have allowed this to happen. But instead of doing that, they did everything they could to prevent that from happening. Um, okay, so... So I don't think that they really respect Roku or the Avatar. True. And Yeah, like, honestly. Yeah. We get um, through... Um, what's his name? Shayu? Is that his name? The, the yeah, rebel Shayu. one? But he's like... Yeah. Um, Oh, my father was here. My father's father was here. So this isn't necessarily a a group of people that um, I guess that like grew up with the Avatar or like, you know, like uh, this wasn't their chosen profession. It's just kind of like a lineage thing. So like it makes sense, I guess, why they would falter a little bit. But like the whole thing to me just it didn't make sense because they were like, oh, we're here for Roku. Okay, Roku is right here and this is literally what he wants and you are aware of this and you know this and you are trying to prevent this. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, so basically they're just like a bunch of fuckboys that were like, like <laughs> we're so mad at you, Roku, <laughs> but we're going to live on this volcano and, you know, keep the place nice and... <laughs> Yeah, do all the upkeep and it's stuff. It's big, big harum forever. Yeah, yeah, but we hate you. But we we, we don't actually, care what yeah. your spirit wants. The volcanic gases are really good for my complexion, though. So I'm just gonna chill here. <laughs> Make this sweet charcoal Literally. mask. Fucking yeah, <laughs> spiritual fuckboys. Cool. Uh, really good pumice stones. Mm-hmm, <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god, their feet are probably so smooth. They probably are. Wild. <laughs> Traitors. Traitors. Um. So this whole point of them going there is so that he can talk to Roku on the day of the solstice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially now. But they can't get in because you need five simultaneous fire blasts. And Sokka's like, I've got this. Uh, here's some sheep stomach and some gunpowder. Let's pretend... Um, that these are fire and let's set them off like little bombs. It doesn't work, but it leads the fuck boys of the temple to think that they got into the room and Momo sneaks in. Which was Katara's idea. It was Katara's mm-hmm. idea. Who actually got it done. So she <laughs> she really is always the one to be like, like she, yeah. Literally nothing would happen without her. Yeah, she was like, ooh, you were almost there. Let's do this. Yeah. You got so close, Saga. Congrats. Anyways, here's the this real plan. This is the plan. closest you've gotten. Good job. Yeah. I'm literally I got it from so here. proud of you. I got it from here. Yeah, Thank I'm you. so proud of you for how far you've come. Anyways, here's the plan. It works. 
they get in, but Fire Blast opens door, it's a trap, and then at that exact same moment, Zuko shows up, right? Yes. So then Zuko's like, hey, Ah, y'all, it's me, Zuko. I'm taking Aang now. And Aang's like, I doubt it. And he jump flips and says, no (laughs) thanks. I'm kicking you down these stairs. And Zuko's like, shit. (laughs) Uh, And then he hops on in. He gets into the room. But uh, everyone else gets chained up by the Fire Lord folks. Mm -hmm. And they're all locked out. They're locked out of the room. Yeah. But... It gives Aang time to talk to Roku, who essentially tells him what he needs to do as far as uh, Sozin's Comet, knowing that the last Sozin's Comet, the last time it came around, whenever it does, the people of the Fire Nation have a super uh, boosted ability to bend um, during its pass. And that that time is going to be coming again very soon and that he can't let that happen because if he does, Ozai is going to take over the world and he'll his powers will be rendered useless and the world doomsday can't let it happen. And he's like, so here's the thing, Aang. You got to master all these elements by the end of the summer. Yeah, you got you got the end you, of the you summer. You got to do it. That's, that's... You got to do it. And he's like. That's it. I like that there's that acknowledgement where, like, Aang is like, what the fuck? Because usually, I mean, like, when <laughs> Aang freaks out, it's, like, because, I mean, rightfully, he doesn't know what he's doing and he's, like, a kid and there's nobody there to show him, right? Yeah. But now, like, now this is when the real stakes are here because we're, we are told, we're, we're given a timeline and it's a couple months that he has to learn yeah. all four, like, he has to not just learn how to bend, like, you know, all four elements, but master them mm-hmm. and the, the spiritual side of everything in a mm-hmm. few months so he can defeat arguably the most powerful bender on earth and at like yeah. with the help of this comet which makes him even more powerful right who he yeah. is so ruthless he is so um he's just awful so he we now have that timeline and he's like wait i have to do this in a few months everybody else all the other avatars it took a lifetime for them to be able to master all of these elements. What the, like, I can't do yeah. this. And uh, so, Roku was like, yeah. you have to. You do not have a choice. Yeah. You absolutely have to. But you have, like, like, and just, like, really subtly, he kind of says, but, like, you're not alone. Like, you you don't have to do this alone. But, like, Aang in that moment is just, like, fucking devastated. Just, like. I, yeah. This is impossible. I can't do this, but you have to. You have no choice, or the mm-hmm. entire world is going to end. You know, like. But but in that but in that same moment, I do like that the reminder of it is, you ha- like, like I know that you as an individual as Aang, it seems like an impossible task. But look at the people who are here supporting you. The lifetimes of avatars who mm-hmm. have done things like this before. You are capable because you are us. You are mm-hmm. this collective of knowledge and this well of experience. When you need it, it will happen. You will get there. It will happen for you. You just have to, the only thing that you have to do is believe that it will, and it will. And I th- I think that that's like just a nice yeah. reminder of like autonomy and capability and strength. Mm-hmm. Like even outside of the context of this story in general, just for this show, it is a nice like. 
yeah, like I can do it. Like impossible task. I am so smart and but that not that's not Aang's response in that moment. He's kind of like, no, "Uh." it's not. I'm for me as like a viewer, as like a young person, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh wow, how cool! Like he's he's telling Aang like you have a community, you have the strength Mm -hmm. of support, Mm -hmm. and that ultimately is your biggest strength. In this is you're not alone. You don't yeah. have to do this alone. The thing that you consistently and continue to do with your friends, with everybody is, no, let me do it. I can do it by myself. It's like, but you don't, like, even if you can, which oftentimes you can't, but that's besides the point. Even if you can, you don't have to. And that's the deal. Yeah. So remember that when you're studying for this big exam. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would even take it even further because I think, like, what he says is, like, you will for you've done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I yeah. really love that. Um, just being like, I know you're all nervous and you're not sure how, but you've literally done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's some, that is definitely a strategy I use with myself often that I'm like, no, this thing that I'm trying to do um, another lesson from avatar uh, time is an illusion. Yeah. If I, know in the future i'll have mastered this and gotten this done then i've already done it yeah now it's just time to like find myself there um it's really really beautiful to like accept within yourself it's already done it's Mm -hmm. it's already in me Mm -hmm. yeah it re it's like it is it feels like like a superpower that that ownership of like presentness and ownership of power is such it's like it is like magic kind of this level of like like you said the illusion of time the knowledge of oh i will do that and i have Mm. done it means that i'm do i i can do it because i've already done it then so i can do it now what a like uh, it's just it's so nice and so cool and so reassuring because again it allows you to just find that path effortlessly instead of at every step or second guessing or tripping or turning around or whatever like well i don't know where it goes no you do know where it goes you've been there Mm -hmm. so just go there you just have to believe that the path is there Mm -hmm. yeah and And as you you walk it's gonna unfold in front of you Mm -hmm. yeah oh and i think that's what ang struggles with the most and uh, mm-hmm. like I mean, and every tar avatar to a certain extent, but Aang especially because mm-hmm. not only does he like he has to like trust this and like mm-hmm. eventually this is gonna happen, but like again, like the entire world is not what he knows anymore. His entire yeah. like network, other than uh, Katara and Sokka, is dead, mm-hmm. and it's all it's all gone because of him. You know, so he's having this pr- this inner struggle where he feels like he can't trust himself because he ran away before and everything got fucked up already because of him and yeah. so now not only does he it feels like he has to navigate this like by himself even though he's not alone he like a big part of his journey is learning to trust and learning to open himself up and accept community and um and just yeah, opened himself up after the trauma of what happened because, like, to him and because of his decisions, you know? 
It's a deep this little episode. Episode ends on this really beautiful scene so where it, you just see the huge full moon and you just see like kind of the outline of Appa and the kids and Aang is kind of like slumped over you can tell that he just looks sad like oh my god I have to do this mm-hmm. this is all real there's no getting away from it there's no pretending I didn't know like feeling the weight of all of that and you see Katara go hug him and stuff like that and it's just it's such a beautiful scene that really illustrates like this is how he's really feeling on the inside Mm -hmm. like we're going to continue to see him happy and making jokes and stuff like that but he is freaking the fuck out Mm -hmm. yeah that scene too and rightfully so that scene is so good because it's like Yes. It hangs on that and it just kind of lets you sit in that because it's a very, mm-hmm. it's a gorgeous shot, but it's also, it feels mm-hmm. very lonely and it feels very sad. Um, but it's also yes. hopeful, right? As they're like going towards the moon and as they're, even if, even in the midst of all of this darkness, they still have each other and they're still, yes. you know, um, they're just getting through it. It's, it, really like made me like sit there and pause and be like wow this is a really like I have it in my notes like talk about the last scene because <laughs> it's just it's, and this is that that the moment when literally everything about the show changes before it's like cool let's get to yeah. a, a waterbender eventually I'm gonna have to deal with the fire nation but for right now and yeah. now it's like mm-hmm. not only do you have to deal with that but you have to deal with that now and you absolutely can't mm-hmm. hide and you have a mission and he's just like Fuck. nobody can do it but you and now you gotta get on with doing it mm-hmm. what i don't know why and this is like wrong and bad but um what was the big song from the greatest showman oh i don't I've know i've never seen it oh me neither I didn't never see mind it. i didn't see it either but it's like um, <laughs> um oh like that i am uh this is me look out because here i come whatever and it's like the big, I am, the, it's like a song, like, I am I am who I am, so, like, uh-huh. I'm going to be whatever. Like, that's the whole meaning of it. Mm. So, in my head, as soon as, like, the scene ends, it's just like, poof, poof, like, here, anyways. Bad um, <laughs> music cue that, obviously, I did not know in the moment. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> gorge. Obsessed. Very musical episode of the Mamas <laughs> and the Appas. It really was a musical episode all yes. the way around. Much Very scatting. special. And <laughs> on that note, music, um, <laughs> we're going to, uh, that we, that's the end <laughs> of the episode. The end. Um, meditate on giant full moons. On meditate on giant full moons. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's here and listening to our voices presently in this moment thank you so much for joining us for another gorgeous episode music and editing by eric lafibri artwork by david zero okay covers love (laughs) um I'm going to just do a spoken word. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your Ooh, pods. Ooh, that was like a sexy voice. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was. Yeah. 
I mean, some say spoken word is sexy. I mean, that's so, very true. Hey. Do we want a big, like, theatrical bye-bye? Goodbye. So goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. I'll be going to say goodnight. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. For listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the for more.